Colts general manager Chris Ballard is going to talk to the media today. I'm going to tell you exactly what he is going to say verbatim. Indiana gets a visit from a West Virginia transfer this weekend. Little 500 weekend. The guy's never going to leave. There's not a scholarship to give the guy. But once you go to Little 500 weekend, you're not leaving Bloomington. You're going to stay there forever, right? We'll see Eric Hunter Jr. from Purdue enters the travel portal. Mike Tyson pummels an airline passenger. And the kid who tackled the, the other kid who hit the home run, the Juco pitcher from Texas, he's goners. He's been thrown off the team. What is going on in sports? We will tell you this is Breakfast with Kent for Friday, April 22nd, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Give Johnson's Plumbing a call. If you've got a plumbing problem, they got a plumbing solution. That's the way it works for plumbers. And Jared Johnson, best plumber going. He's done work in our house three times. 765-610-8809, the number. Hit the subscribe button. Ring the bell. Hit the like button. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. And if you have a question that uh, needs urgent addressing, you know what? Donate. I see it immediately, and off we go. I'll answer it. All right, Chris Ballard is going to talk to the media today. Here's exactly what he's going to say. All right, first of all, we don't know what's going to happen with T.Y. Hilton. I thought T.Y. Hilton was a goner until Frank Reich spoke the other day, and he said uh, Chris is uh, dealing with the, the, the T.Y. Hilton deal, and, and we'll see what happens. I thought he was gone. Evidently not. However, if Chris Ballard today says, I love T.Y. Hilton, I do. T.Y. Hilton's gone. Once he professes love for a player, that player lapses into the former player category. Chris Ballard does not profess love for current players. Former, former players, yes. Current players, no. Here's what he is also going to say. We love our, our we like our young receivers. We do. He's also going to say, uh, we never force things in the draft. I learned that a long time ago. He'll also say, this is a deep receiver's draft. It is. Uh, we feel really good about our locker room. We do. The guys we brought in fit, they do. Matt Ryan has a lot of football left. He does. We've got our weapons now. We do. But we're always looking for more. JT, Naheem, Pitt, they're top-level guys. We think Matt Ryan can, or Matt Pryor can play. We do. That's what Chris Ballard's going to say today. Uh, he's going to say that everybody they've got is really, really good. And then he's going to go out a week from tonight, and he's going to get two more guys at least at 42 and 73 unless he trades out of those picks, trading up, trading back, whatever. He's going to figure out uh, where they have holes, and he's going to draft to replace them. And then in day three of the draft, which will be a week from tomorrow, he'll get some depth pieces and offensive line, defensive line. He will indulge his need to build from the inside out. But those first two picks, 42 and 73, you got to get weapons for Matt Ryan or what the hell is he doing? If you go into the season with Ashton Doolin, Des Patton and Mike Strawn as your uh, third, fourth, and fifth receivers, 
you got problems. And if you're going to count on Paris Campbell as your second receiver, yeah, you got an additional problem because he can't stay on the field. There you go. And T.Y. Hilton, T.Y. Hilton's Dunsky. I hate to say it, but he's over. He, he can't play anymore. He can't stay on the field. This is what happens to the human body after it plays football for a long time. And T.Y. Hilton has played 10 years. The body just can't withstand the beating that it takes in the NFL. And so you go into retirement and, and you spend your money. T.Y. Hilton has made a lot of money as a wide receiver in the NFL. Good for him. He deserved all that money. And, and he should enjoy the rest of his life because of that money. Um, like I said, he, uh, uh, he, he's what he's not going to say. Uh, we're going to take Jahan Dotson at 42 if he's available. He's not going to say that. He's not going to say, we're going to trade up. We really like guys who are going to be available in the 30s, so we're going to move up into the 30s. Uh, Chris Ballard didn't talk like that. No legitimate GM in the NFL talks like that. All right, Indiana is getting a visit this week, and Indiana basketball from Sam Mc, or Sean McNeil, uh, a West Virginia kid, honorable mention, Big 12, kid who hits 38. I'm going to give you two statistics, all right, because for whatever reason, Indiana fans just completely loathe Miller Cop. I don't understand it. Miller Cop, 6'7", a guy who defends at a legitimate level out on the wing. He's not great, but he's where he's supposed to be all the time. You can trust him to be where he's supposed to be. And that's important to Mike Woodson, as it should be to any coach. Uh, but Sean McNeil is 6'3", hit 36.8% from threes. Miller Cop hit 36. So these guys from threes, not identical, but very, very close. Um, he also, he scored 12.2 points per game, 2.5 rebounds, 1.4 assists. Cop coming in to Indiana his last two years at Northwestern, averaged 12.2 points a game, three rebounds, and 1.1 assists. I'm not saying they're the same guy. Miller Cop's four inches taller. So he's not the same guy, but he is quite similar to, uh, to Sean McNeil, at least statistically. Coming for a visit on Little 500 weekend, that's good scheduling for this. You, you got to say that about McNeil, right? Good scheduling for him. This is a good weekend to be in Bloomington. You enjoy yourself this weekend in Bloomington. I had about 30 Little 500 weekends. I got to tell you, I enjoyed every one of them. Uh, Dexter Dennis. He has already visited. He's the kid, the Defensive Player of the Year in the AAC from Wichita State. Uh, 8.4 points per game. Um, like I said, the Defensive Player of the Year, he's a lockdown kind of defender. You know, if you want a lockdown defender who doesn't score a lot, you got him. There, there he is. I don't know who, how Indiana is going to shoehorn these guys into their roster, offer scholarships as there are no scholarships available. And student athletes right now, uh, today is April 22nd. So they got nine days to declare themselves a transfer. They can enter the portal until May 1st. That's the deadline. So uh, they got 13 right now and, and we'll see what they've got in nine days. But there's no room at the end as it stands today. Purdue, 
Uh, look, I'm not a big transfer portal guy. I don't like the transfer portal. And although I think it should exist, I don't like its use. All right, I think kids run from their problems in the transfer portal. They see the grass being greener on the other side of the fence, and it's not normally. Eric Hunter Jr., is uh, he's entered his name in the transfer portal. Tinley Prep product from here in Indianapolis. Eric Hunter Jr. can play, and he's a really good kid. If Indiana took a flyer on Eric Hunter Jr., if somebody from IU left and there was a hole, I would rather Indiana went and got Eric Hunter Jr. than either, uh, uh, you know, the uh, McNeil kid from West Virginia or Dexter Dennis from Wichita State. I really like Eric Hunter Jr. Eric Hunter Jr. doesn't score a goal, but last year he hit 43.6% from beyond the arc. That was a, a big jump forward in three-point percentage for Hunter. Um, his sophomore year, he scored 10 points a game, so he can score it a little bit, but he defends. He understands how to play winning basketball. I like Eric Hunter Jr. Uh, a lot. And if he leaves Purdue... Indiana, not a bad idea. That wouldn't be a bad guy to go get if you're Indiana. Uh, last night, the, the NBA playoffs have just been completely stellar so far. Great games, really fun. Memphis, how about Memphis last night? Outscoring Minnesota 37-12 in the fourth quarter to win their playoff game. They came back from down 26 to win uh, 104-95 last night in Game 3 against the Timberwolves. Dallas, they go up 2-1. All those games without Luka, they go up 2-1 uh, over Utah in their series. They won uh, because Jalen Brunson is just a flat-out stud who knows how to play winning basketball. Jalen Brunson will do whatever you need to win games. He did that as a college player at Villanova, won two national championships, Drafted somehow, everybody, including the Pacers, passed on him in the first round. He goes into the second round. Dallas, or I don't even, did Dallas, I think Dallas took him, right? I'm not sure who drafted his ass. But he goes at Dallas without Luka. He gets 41 to lead Dallas to a win in game two. 31 last night to lead Dallas to another win. So Dallas leading Utah in that series 2-1. to one. Luka probably coming back in Game 4. We'll see whether Luka is ultimately a force for good in Game 4. Uh, heard the Pacers are looking at him in free agency. I told Kevin Pritchard, draft night, when they took Aaron Holiday. Actually, I told Nate McMillan. I was like, why didn't you take Brunson? They had to work out for Brunson all by himself, the Pacers did. What a great kid back then. Now he's a great young man. Terrific high school player in Chicago. Really, really good uh, college basketball player. Winning college basketball player. My God, winning counts for something, doesn't it? Not just height and length. Oh, he leads the world in deflections. Grr. All right, uh, Golden State won last night to take a 3-0 lead in their series. 118-113, uh, Curry, Poole, and Thompson either scored 27 or 26 of three of them. I think Thompson had 26, Curry and Poole both with 27. Mike Tyson was taunted on an airline 
and he beat the living hell out of the guy who was taunting him. You know what? You taunt Mike Tyson. I don't think you get a red, that Mike Tyson should be blamed for any of it. If you taunt Mike Tyson, you should expect to get pummeled. That's life. That's a great life lesson for the idiot who taunted Mike Tyson and a great lesson for all of us. Don't taunt people and especially not people who were once the heavyweight champion of the world and was running around knocking people out in 90 seconds or less. I don't care if he's in his 50s. He still packs a punch. What are you doing, idiot? Uh, the Juco kid who tackled the kid who hit a home run off him, that pitcher, uh, he's been thrown off the team. Other guys have been suspended. Here, I wish, and, and I know that this is, uh, you know, not a popular opinion, but I liked it when sports was kind of, there, there was a justice system within sports that was enforced among the players. You know, I mean, if a pitcher went bonkers and, uh, and tackled a guy who hit a home run, then somehow or other, the opposing team, although the DH kind of mitigates this because you can't throw at a guy, uh, you can't throw at a pitcher, he's not going to hit. But there was some kind of justice that was meted out by the opposing team, and you didn't need the conference and the school to bring down the hammer against kids. You know, you, you had... You had street justice, which I think is a valid way to enforce kind of a code of conduct within those sports. I know that's not a popular opinion. Advocating vigilante justice, not, not popular these days. And that's okay. I, many times I'm not uh, popular. Source sport, I, you know, unworthy. Look, the kid was taunting him. I don't think you go around. I, I don't think you do that. I think you wait until that kid bats again. And then, you know, you, you raise a welt on his ass, right? You throw a fastball, hit him in the cheek, and, and move on with your day. I, I think that that's how you enforce what goes on. Uh, surprise, Tyson didn't eat that dude's heart. It is good for the kid that he just got punched. You're exactly right. We had another comment say, hey, look, uh, you know, could have bit his ear off. That fight cost me $70. That's the one pay-per-view event I've ever bought, and I'll never do it again, ever. Uh, birthdays, let's celebrate some birthdays. The great Michael Grady celebrating a birthday. How about the Nets and go, go out and get a win to help Michael Grady celebrate on the Yes Network? Uh, Brian A. Smith, happy birthday. Uh, Michael Blakely, Alex Cook, Kevin Torzuski, happy birthday, Ryan Sherrill. Scott Hall, John Davis, Mike Soroki, the great David Bird, Jeff Clink, and today would have been Rick Raffanello's 60th birthday. We miss Rick Raffanello. Uh, best to his family, uh, best to all of his friends, myself included. Um, Rick, I, speaking of Little 500 weekend, we enjoyed a lot of Little 500 weekends together. A lot of antics authored by Rick Raffanello on those weekends. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. I want to show you a picture. There are pictures back here. This picture makes me laugh. This is of me with Larry Bird. Uh, this I was part of a foursome at the Pacers uh, golf outing. I cropped everybody out and made it look like Larry and I were pals just having a picture taken together. <laughs> what a piece of work. We'll talk to you. Ah, it's me with Barry Melrose and the fuel guy. Nice.
Uh, anyway, we'll talk to you later today inside Indiana Sports Now. Can't wait.